Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being with us. It's Tuesday, 2-22-22. Oh, neat. Yeah, tell me that's not spooky. <clears throat> I don't know why, but apparently people attach significance to that. Uh, but it's two twenty-two twenty-two twos across the board on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. <laughs> so deal with that. That must mean something is gonna happen today. I don't know what could be good, could be bad, but everybody will refer to two twenty-two twenty-two as the day it happened. The, the day that World War Three began. Could be that uh, Putin did send troops. Into Whoa, the, troops? Yeah. I thought they were peacekeepers, right? Yeah, oh, right. That's what I meant. He's, yeah. he's a peacekeeping force just to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're that's what they're doing with the tanks that rolled into town. Just keeping peace. When I see a tank, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Peace? Mm-hmm. What a peaceful gesture that is from Vlad. Thank you. Huh. That is wonderful. Uh, so he just keeps doing it. He just keeps plowing ahead, come what may. He doesn't care. By the way, two years ago yesterday, Joe Biden tweeted this out. Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. If you're wondering why, and I'm not, (laughs) it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever gone toe-to-toe with him. Ooh, it's scary. Got him good. Yeah, wow. You want to... Go and do some push-ups with me, Vlad. You do, I'll run around the block a couple times. You don't want none of this. No, no. Yeah, okay. Uh, but fast forward, and let's uh, listen to the competent team that's in charge now of okay. stopping the Russian threat in Ukraine. Okay. Here's our fearless, fabulous vice president. Oh, oh. Oh, that's how I like it. Very quiet. I like I like not being able to hear what she. Well, has it's the mask. You can't you can't. That's understand. what it is. Can't hear a word she's saying because the mask. And, and honestly, masks it with no audio. It's actually the same amount of substance as if we did have the audio for that clip. It's probably true. It's not good. Corby's working feverishly to try to rectify the situation, but uh, I think somebody's messed around with our control board, haven't they? Bastards. Who was here yesterday? Name names. Oh, it's Ron. It's oh, it's Ron. Absolutely, it's Ron. Ron. Why is he? Why is Ron messing with it? Because that's what Ron Doesn't does. Like Ron <sighs> sabotages every board in this building. Tell Ron to keep his grubby mitts off our control board. Yeah, I mean, we knew immediately who was at fault here when when you, you started noticing this uh, lack of audio. Dang it! Yeah, definitely Ron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to play that for you later because I think it's worth listening to. Oh, her. it's good. Everybody's calling it a word salad. Yeah, her leadership is. <laughs> She's second to none, really. Second to none, her leadership. Mm-hmm. She is terrific. So, yeah. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Okay, here's what uh, here's what Kamala had to say about it. Okay. I mean, listen, guys. Listen, guys. Uh, listen, guys. We're talking about the potential for war in Europe. <laughs> Pause it. She's trying to be relatable that way. <laughs> oh. You know, Biden always uses man. Uh huh. Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, now she's listen, guys. Guys. I thought the fact that she's wearing a mask after the pandemic was over mm-hmm. made her more relatable. But that, you're that saying too. it was the... Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot to relate to here. 
All right, let's hear the rest of this. I mean, let's really take a moment to understand the significance of what we're talking about. Okay, let's take a minute. It's been over 70 years. And through those 70 years, as I mentioned yesterday, years since there what? has been peace and security. For 70 years? That's we not are true. talking about the real possibility of war in Europe. Okay. So our position mm-hmm. is for us very clear, yeah. which is as a leader, which we have been bringing together the allies, you've been. Oh, working together around our collective <laughs> and unified position, that we would all not just prefer, we desire, we believe. It is in the best interest of all that there is a diplomatic end to this moment. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> so, as we mentioned, Putin, <laughs> Putin ordered troops, I'm sorry, peacekeepers, into, the, into Ukraine yesterday, saying uh, two separatist regions are now independent. Mm. So he, okay. So he says so. Interesting move. That they're independent, so now we're going to go in with tanks and troops just to make sure everything stays calm. Nothing would, you know, increase the problem by sending in tanks and troops, right? That couldn't, what could go wrong? So wait a minute, did he just forfeit a meeting with Joe? He may have. (sighs) off the table. Ah, darn it. But Joe is still threatening sanctions against Russia. I, you know, or a strongly worded message, perhaps. I hope it doesn't get that crazy. You know, I don't want it to spiral out of control. Uh, Back on January 14th, Glenn Greenwald wrote an amazing article. I mean, there's so much of it that's really good. I'll just uh, read part of it. Uh, But speaking at the funeral of John Lewis, former President Barack Obama called for the elimination of the Senate filibuster. Oh, this is the the great filibuster stuff um, because, of course, filibusters are evil and wrong and a threat to our democracy right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but former President Barack Obama called for the elimination of the Senate filibuster recently, which he maligned as another Jim Crow relic. Now, during his four years in the Senate, Obama himself used that Jim Crow relic on two dozen occasions to block the Republican majority. Mm. Two dozen. 24 times he used it. If it's a relic of Jim Crow, what are you doing using it? In 2005, Obama's second year in the Senate, Republicans, furious that the Democrats were using the filibuster to block President Bush's judicial appointments, proposed the nuclear option to eliminate the 60-vote requirement. In response, The junior senator from Illinois took the floor of the Senate and delivered one of his trademark impassioned speeches in defense of this Jim Crow relic. (laughs) Railing against the unfairness of one party, be it Republican or Democrat. Oh, sure. Changing the rules in the middle of the game so they can make all the decisions while the other party is told to sit down and keep quiet. See, that was a bad thing Mm -hmm. in 2005, but I guess, yeah, it's a good thing now. Times have changed. If the right of free and open debate is taken away from the minority party and the millions of Americans who ask us to be their voice, I fear the partisan atmosphere in Washington will be poisoned to the point where no one will be able to agree on anything. Put that in your pipe. Yeah, and smoke it. There you go. Filibuster hypocrisy of this sort is uh, pretty much the norm in Washington. In 2017, when Senate Democrats were in the minority... 
under Trump, 32 of them signed a letter urging that the filibuster be maintained <laughs> on the ground that it's necessary to safeguard, quote, the existing rights and, pr- and prerogatives of senators to engage in full, robust, and extended debate as we consider the legislation before this body in the future, unquote. They know records are kept, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think they do, but okay. they forget about them or they don't think they'll be used against them. Interesting. Okay. And for the most part, they're not used against That's them. That's true. Fast forward four years. Okay, this was in 2017 they were babbling about this. Four years later, when the Democrats have a 50-50 majority in the Senate because of the tie-breaking uh, vice presidential vote, uh, and now that very same filibuster has been transformed by them from a sacred guardian of minoritarian rights into the telltale sign of white nationalism <laughs> and fascist contempt for democratic values. Uh-huh. Really good stuff. Yeah. Just a few weeks ago, Ted Cruz got 55 senators to agree to sanction Vladimir Putin's uh, Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Yeah, six of those votes that he got were Democrats. Which so, is quite I, an accomplishment. I think I think that qualifies for bipartisan. Yeah, it an does. An effort to stop Putin's uh, pipeline six so if, weeks ago. If he had 55 votes on his bill, why didn't it, why didn't it pass? Mm-hmm. Well, because Senate Democrats invoked the racist Jim Crow relic. <laughs> So they could refuse to allow a vote on that bill unless it first attained 60 votes to close the debate. In other words, Democrats on Thursday used the filibuster to block Cruz's bill despite its having the support of the majority of the Senate. And despite the fact that they supposedly hate the filibuster now, it needs to go away now. And they just used it to support Vladimir Putin. Uh, Unbelievable. (laughs) What, a what what makes their conduct even more notable, according to Glenn Greenwald, is the substance of Cruz's bill that they blocked. He sought to impose, impose sanctions on the Russian pipeline company Nord Stream 2, which is constructing the pipeline that will allow, allow Moscow to sell large amounts of cheap natural gas to Europe and to uh, Germany more broadly. There are few more pressing priorities for the Kremlin, if there are any than construction of this pipeline. Uh, So by blocking Cruz's bill, Democrats not only used a racist Jim Crow relic (laughs) filibuster, Uh but they did so in order to protect Vladimir Putin's uh, and Russia's uh, company from sanctions. But, you know, how old were you two weeks ago? I mean, that was a full... Was it a full two weeks? Is it 14 days? I don't think it is. Too much math here. (laughs) And I will say that just now announced, Germany has halted the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Uh, so so when, mm. when the old man wakes up later this morning, maybe? Mm. Or early this afternoon. Early this afternoon. Whenever he rolls out of bed, he doesn't have that card to play anymore because Germany just beat him to it. So what what is he got? He's got nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. What a world. I think that's our first what a world of the day, isn't it? What a world? Yeah. You know, that's when we go back to uh, Pat Gray Bingo, which is hopefully coming back soon. And we really, we haven't noodled that out yet, I don't think. I am waiting for... Um, response? Yeah, I'm oh, waiting okay. for the, the, the go signal, but um, What a world should be the center square, though, on our first game. Okay, you heard that? Just what a world. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of tyrants and hypocrites, uh, yesterday the Canadian Parliament... 
got ready to vote on Justin Trudeau's Emergency Powers Act. Well, the emergency seems to be over. They arrested the truckers. They cleared out the trucks. They confiscated everything. And uh, now, little Trudeau. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I love it. <laughs> now, was that your original, or did you see that somewhere? Is it just kind of circulating now? or So, that was an original. Okay, yeah. nice. I'm trying to get it to stick. Uh, so it should stick. Turdo is, and I don't need good. to be attached to it. Just, just make that hashtag stick. <laughs> uh. Uh, so here's what Turdo had to say yesterday. Communauté et leur liberté. I can't imagine that anyone who votes no tonight is doing anything other than indicating that they don't trust the government. You're right. Bingo. Right. Uh, to make that's, okay. your, uh, that's your lead incredibly point. momentous and important decisions right. at a very difficult time. Why should they trust you? But like Kidding I me? said, I am confident mm-hmm. that the majority of parliamentarians mm-hmm. will stand up to support our values, to stand up to support what are democracy, your values? and to stand up democracy. to support their fellow Canadians. Hey, democracy allows opposition. Right. It it uh, it allows for debate. It allows for people to express their opinions, and it allows for people to gather and tell you that they're pissed off about what you're doing to them, and they want it to stop. Yeah, you made the point earlier when we were talking about the um, filibuster and how Democrats are trying to change the rules as we go along. That's exactly what's happening in Canada. Yeah. And what is the what is the point of a constitution if when times are tough? We just, ah, we're going to have emergency powers. Forget this. That, that's where we're at, and we're just making up rules as we go along. And by the way, you know how we talked yesterday? Trudeau is not up for, <laughs> I'm sorry, Trudeau is not up for re-election until 2025. Mm-hmm. I saw something that said if this vote fails in Parliament and goes to the Senate next, that this is almost like a no-confidence vote in him and his prime ministership is so that threatened. is a thing in Canada, right? Too. It's like okay, mm. when are your freaking elections? So I'm hoping a miracle happens. I don't know if it's today. I think the vote might happen in the Senate um, up there in Canada. Please stop this. This is madness. Stop this because they're trying to extend it out for another thirty days. And when that thirty days is up, they'll extend it again. Yeah, yeah. Because It'll just keep going. They don't. They do not like to give up power once they have it. Right. Because it. Yeah. It, spoiler alert. It passed the House of Commons last night. Yep. So it's been extended and they just keep going. Well, the crisis is over. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? It's clearly because you still want the power. Mm-hmm. Now, it gets worse and we'll tell you how bad it got uh, in Canada and what they're doing now in just a minute. But first, uh, let me tell you about let me tell you about Moink. Yeah, look at this. Somebody got uh, moinked. Yeah. <laughs> look this is from uh, Racco. From Racco. One of uh, the viewers here, uh, Pat Gray on Leaves. Look at it. Sent that tweet out. Oink, oink, oink. oink. <laughs> we got moinked. That's right. <laughs> he did say he it. He said it. They guarantee you're going to say it. Well, look at that. And Racco did. Advertising is accurate. <laughs> oink, oink. <laughs> we got moinked. You thought I was lying, but uh, I wasn't. Hmm? Uh, delicious meat. Oh, yeah. This is, you know, you go to the grocery store and. You think something looks great and you bring it home and it's tough and nasty and very little taste. That's not going to be a problem with moink. The moink meat is grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb. 
pastured pork and chicken and wild-caught Alaskan salmon direct to your door, helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. So the moink animals are raised outdoors. Their fish swim in the wild, in the ocean, uh, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all the other garbage that you'll find in prepackaged meat in the meat aisle. Sign up at moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Get a year of filet mignon for free. A year of filet mignon for free. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then pick what meats you want delivered with your first box. Change what you get each month, and you can cancel anytime so you're not locked into some two-year deal. Uh, I love this stuff. It's so delicious and so tender and tasty. Moink was founded by an eighth-generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. And uh, at the time, host Kevin O'Leary said it's the best bacon he'd ever had. So try it. Uh, They guarantee you will say, oink, oink, (laughs) I'm just so happy I got moinked. Or, you know, something to that effect. Yeah, you can trim a few of the words off. Join the moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash unleashed right now. uh, And listeners to this show will get a free filet mignon for a year. That's a year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. Spelled M-O-I-N-K. Box. Moinkbox.com slash unleashed. That's moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Okay. So. Uh, The mayor of Ottawa had a really good idea. He said, you know what? We cleared out all of these uh, big trucks, these big rigs. Mm-hmm. We got some budget shortages. What's that? You know, what what, <laughs> what if we were what if we were to just sell all the trucks we just confiscated? Uh, well, and we'll keep the money. <laughs> and it'll make things even worse for those truckers. So that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. The uh, mayor of Ottawa wants to sell all those trucks uh, at auction. Are you kidding me? Is that legal by Canadian law? I wouldn't think so, but maybe with this Emergency Powers Act, they can do that. I don't know. You know, remember when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg bragged about constitutions all over the world because ours is not worthy of anybody emulating it. If you want to put together a constitution in the 2000s, <laughs> you need to look to... You know, Zimbabwe and Iceland, who did it on Twitter. So look at all the LOLs that got into their constitution. (laughs) Is that what? Okay. I was reading the Icelandic constitution just the other day. Just light reading, bored, don't ask me follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. But I noticed a bunch of LOLs. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, you have the right to free speech and assembly, LOL. Yeah, and there was like an upside-down smiley Mm -hmm. face emoji. Yeah. Right. Makes sense now. That's why. That's why. And then she said, and Canada, Canada's constitution, much newer than ours. It was 1981 when they put that thing together. So it's great. Mm. So in that wonderful constitution of theirs, is it okay to steal people's property who haven't been charged with crimes and sell it on the open market? Or certainly, they certainly haven't been convicted of anything yet. And now you're going to take away their livelihood? It's despicable what they're doing. And they're not ashamed. They're not concerned about it in any way. They're just full speed ahead as if everybody in Canada agrees. Now, I read some poll where most Canadians 
apparently were on the side of the government, at least in Ottawa. Did you see that? I did not, but I can tell you Western Canada, where common sense still lives, Alberta, uh, Manitoba. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, No, they're They're not not on board (sighs) with the government. Jeez. Well, the madness in Canada continues, too, not just... Not just the civil asset forfeiture that they're trying to do, uh, but this snowboarder is arrested. Now we're going to show you that uh, he was arrested for not wearing a mask outside. <laughs> Looks to be at a ski resort. Uh huh. Okay, you're at a the... ski resort and you're getting on a chairlift, <laughs> and you got to be wearing a mask. And he has a pre-existing condition. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, he's but... got a medical ex- yeah, uh, exemption exempt- too. Thank you. That's what I meant to say. My yeah. gosh. All right, let's see this. Yep, look at the got him. Yeah, he's in a bad spot because he's on a snowboard with one leg attached. Look at this. That's unbelievable. Now the people are yelling, don't touch him, get your hands off of him. So they're definitely on the skier side. Yeah. Snowboarder side. I just wonder. Don't touch me. Wow. And this is over a mask. Right, right. Outside. Outside. He's got some good resistance considering he's sliding around yeah. with one foot attached to the board. So, if you're watching this, just watch, just watch. and you may not have an answer, I don't know that I have a mm. coherent answer. Watch, just watch. Do just you watch. intervene? Like, do you get involved physically? That's a really good question. Like, what do you do? Are you recording this, or are you actively getting in the cop's face, the security, I should say, face, mm. and back off? Stop. Let the man at least get out of the snowboard, tyrant. Some, a bunch of skiers came over and yep. tried to intervene. Yeah. Tried to help him out. Looks like he's still got arrested, though. He's not wearing yeah. a mask at a ski resort. Shame on him. <laughs> and this goes on and on and why, on. I mean, why aren't they following the science there? Why aren't you following the science? Isn't that what we're told all the time? We're just following the science. The science is people don't get infected when they're outdoors. Oh, it's just really frustrating, the loss of liberty. Liberty? What are you, a white supremacist? Mm. Is that what you are? Yeah, it's because I choose to breathe freely. Freely? (sighs) What are you talking about freedom for? What are you, a white supremacist? I just, I, I want to be left alone, and, and I want to be able to uh, dictate what goes into my body. Is that a problem? Dictate? What are you, a dictator? Over my body? <laughs> yes, I am, actually. This is... It's that's, crazy. I'm, I'm telling you. We're this, in crazy town. This is a watershed year. Mm-hmm. There are going to be insane events like this snowboarder. Yeah. But there's going to be good stuff, too. And by the when the dust settles... You'll know by when the when the clock strikes midnight to ring in 2023. You'll know if we're never coming back or if we're never going back to the tyranny. Thomas Massey sent out an interesting uh, tweet. We are 100 weeks, two presidents, $7 trillion, three jabs, and a shredded constitution into slowing the spread. <laughs> what a great comment. There it is. I mean, that about sums it up. Quite nicely. And it's all over this stupid mask thing. Mm. Which, uh, I mean, everybody says outdoors is okay. Even the most 
left-wing people out there. Uh, they have to admit that, yeah, there's been almost no infection um, in outdoor events. Not one documented case worldwide. of COVID outdoors. Yeah, worldwide. That's not just in the U.S. That's worldwide. But I did mention, you know, there's some good things, right, <laughs> happening. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Britain is kind of a... Yeah, I, that's I, true. I like I like what's happening yeah. over there. Let's uh, let's see what uh, Boris Johnson had to say yesterday. First, we will remove all remaining mm-hmm. domestic restrictions. Oh, in from, oh no! Oh no! Not from the, this Thursday, twenty fourth uh, of February, we yeah. will end the legal requirement the to self isolate following a positive test. Uh, look at you! And so we will also end. <laughs> Self-isolation support payments, cool. although COVID provisions for statutory sick pay can still be claimed for a further month. We will end routine contact tracing and no longer ask fully vaccinated close contacts and those under 18 to test daily for seven days. And we will remove the legal requirement for close contacts who are not fully vaccinated to self-isolate. Until the 1st of April, we will still uh-huh. advise people who test positive to stay at home. But after that, we will encourage people with COVID-19 symptoms to exercise personal responsibility. What a concept. What a concept. Just what a concept. As we uh, people who may have flu uh. to be considerate <laughs> yeah, it's like the flu. to others. Be considerate yeah. to others. Thank right. you. That's what we've been asking for two years. Right. Mm. All of this, in addition to the fact that I have banned combs <laughs> in the UK forever. <laughs> Which is why my hair is, looks like bedhead. <laughs> All grooming habits must be ended. <laughs> Bless his heart, though. That yeah. surprises me. Yeah. Because he has not been good lately. So he sees the writing on the wall that... I think that's the difference. I think that is the difference. Trudeau is so much earlier in his... You mean Turdo? Turdo is... Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep mispronouncing that. Mm-hmm. Turdo is so um, early into this new term that yeah. he's feeling emboldened. And yeah. he can push this stuff. Whereas Johnson knows the writing's on the wall there, bro. You're about done. And so, I don't. again, I don't care what the motivation is. I'm just grateful that... It's happening. Pulling back on the insanity there in Britain. Yeah, you just wouldn't expect it to happen first in Great Britain, but right. good for them. Yeah. Speaking of Britain, uh, the Queen is being treated, of course, for her case of COVID. Mm. Uh, let's see what she's taking yeah, because I a, think they released a, yeah. the treatment. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a procedure. news report that, that goes through what she's uh, oh. doing to get feeling better. Look at this. Okay, let's. People in the see. 90s are at significant danger of right. the bad right. outcomes of COVID. <laughs> Dr. Mikesh Heikerwal says a COVID patient the Queen's age should be isolating and might benefit from new medicines hmm. currently approved for high-risk patients at Australian hospitals. Okay. Wait, whoa, whoa, what's that box say? Pat, what is that? Uh, Stromectol? Four tablets each containing three milligrams of... Ivermectin. Whoa, Australia, what are you doing? Uh, is is that... Well, that's, that's a news the, report from Australia oh, that says okay. that she's benefiting from, from newly approved... Ivermectin. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you were dragged outside right. and beat with clubs in the public square for mentioning the word, mm-hmm. you were ridiculed and maligned 
and you lost your job or you're taken off of YouTube uh-huh. or these your company threatened or at least some of the employees in your okay. company threatened to have you wiped off the face of the earth. Okay. Uh, and then and now the queen's taking Ivermectin. Right. Are you royalty, Pat? No, I'm not. Okay. No. All right. Then. Certainly not. Come from a long line of barkeeps. So that's awesome. <laughs> Isn't it though? That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, that. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Do you have room for, on your car for another bumper sticker? <laughs> I come from a long line of barkeeps. I'll make room, yeah, because I think that should be known. That is awesome. I, that is crazy. Yes. Ivermectin. The queen is taking ivermectin. Huh. Mm. And even more amazing that they showed it. Let's see. Let's see you wave. I, I want to see if you would qualify for ivermectin. No, no. You no. Got it. Nah, it's not. More, you need more wrist action. That's well, I don't know. Work on that. We'll revisit, and All if right. uh, and if you get there, then uh, we'll call then you we'll on a see. prescription for ivermectin. Okay. Until then, sorry. All right. I no. mean, just the hypo- I mean, it's just everywhere. It's not just. Mm-hmm. It's not just the hypocrisy on something like the medication thing, but the masks. I mean, I know. We 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 show Garcetti, the mayor of L.A. We show Newsom, the governor of California. We show Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. We show Fauci at a at a baseball game. It doesn't matter. It's all the world's a stage. It just William happened in New Orleans with the mayor of New Orleans, who just brought back the mask mandate and then was immediately pictured out on the town with friends and no mask. They just don't care. <laughs> Welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on Twitter, where Tobin for Pope, uh, Tobin for Pope campaign tweets. Uh, Kamala said, "Listen, guys, can someone please remind Kamala to not use gendered language?" Point of personal privilege. Oh yes. no! Please do not use gendered language to to address <laughs> everyone. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, good reminder, Tobin. Thank you. Uh, Carl Smith, why not have Kamala work on solving the problems on the Russia-Ukraine border? After all, look how well she's handled the problems on our southern border. Mm, Can't argue with that. Don't. Do not come. (laughs) She's done a great job down there. Great job. That's sensational. From the Unmasked Avenger, people don't trust the government? Hey, turdo. (laughs) You don't have to explain the incredibly obvious. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, the merely obvious will do fine. Uh-huh. By the way, uh, Flush Turdo, I just uh, tweeted that out if anybody wants to retweet that. Uh, at, at Keith Malinak on Twitter. Um, it is trending. Is it? Yeah. Nice. So that's fun. That is fun. <laughs> Unrepentant capitalist tweets, selling the freedom truckers rigs must be the Canadian equivalent of civil asset forfeiture. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Despicable. And it sure is. Also, here we go again in the U.S. The FBI seized almost $1 million from this family and, by the way, never charged them with a crime. Oh, jeez. This is uh, from Reason Magazine. Tells the story of Carl Nelson and Amy Sterner Nelson's pre-pandemic lives. Uh, Looked a lot different than the ones they live now. Uh, There are the obvious ways, and then there's the not-so-obvious ways, like the fact that they sold their house and their car, liquidated 
their retirement funds and moved their family of six from a comfortable West Seattle home to Amy's sister's basement after the FBI seized almost $1 million from them in May of 2020. We went from living a life where we were both working full-time to provide for our four daughters to really figuring out how we were going to make it month to month, Amy says. It's completely changed my belief in fairness. The Bureau took the funds uh, from nearly every corner of the Nelson's world, including the savings Amy racked up from her decade as a practicing attorney and her later efforts as head of the Riveter, the co-working startup she founded. But the FBI never even suspected Amy of committing any crime. It was Carl they were investigating, a probe that has not resulted in a single charge against him almost two years later. Oh, so un-American. In April 2020, agents showed up at the Nelson's home and informed them that Carl, former real estate transaction manager for Amazon, was under investigation for allegedly depriving the tech behemoth of his honest services. What? In plainer terms, uh, they accused him of showing favor to certain developers and securing them deals in exchange for illegal kickbacks. That never happened, and it's exactly why I've fought as long and hard as I have, he says. It's that simple. So he claims his innocence here. Yeah. Whether or not the FBI has come to that conclusion, still a mystery. It's years-long investigation into Carl, uh, into his alleged fraud, has not yet yielded an indictment even. Huh. Yet no such thing was necessary for the federal government to wreck their lives, costing them their home, their community, their jobs, their girls' place in their Seattle school, and their security for the future. Perhaps even more vexing, the FBI has in some sense, subtly conceded that it didn't need to do any of the above to complete their investigation or to hamstring any supposed criminal operation run by Carl. Last week, the government agreed to a settlement of the original approximately $892,000. So it's a lie that it was a million dollars. It's also a lie they got their money back, too. Really? Mm-hmm. So they said of the 892000 they seized, it will return 525000 while they have to forfeit about 109000 Why? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Why? Part of a settlement. It's so stupid. It's, it's, no! It's give, give me every freaking penny and... I want another hundred grand in interest. Well, not only that. And pain and suffering. But how much money did they spend on their legal costs? Yeah, right. And that, they had to sell their home. It's listed there. They had to sell their car. They, uh, they've been devoting all kinds of time and effort to this. They should win a multi-million dollar lawsuit. And, of course, they're not alone. There was the Indiana, Indiana man whose car was seized, Kentucky man whose car was seized, Massachusetts woman whose car was seized. And the Louisiana man whose life savings were seized. We've talked about some of these. Mm-hmm. There was a Texas man whose life savings were seized. And countless Californians whose money and random personal possessions were seized. Sometimes the money is returned. Often only when a defendant manages to lawyer up for a civil suit. Sometimes only part of it is returned. And sometimes none of it is ever returned. Despite no arrest, no charge. No indictment, no nothing. I have asked this question before, and I will continue to ask it. My what gosh. What government institution do you trust? 
and you can say the military. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking about. But they are rapidly yeah. dismantling the credibility too. there as well. Yeah, because all the higher-ups he's appointing and, and promoting are all left-wing idiots. Yeah, who are teaching CRT mm-hmm. and the environment as opposed to, you know, battlefield tactics. And then you've got the um, irresponsible rapid withdrawal in places like Afghanistan mm. um, that, I mean, seeking to undermine whatever credibility the American flag has anywhere anymore. And in, in this in this particular case, it doesn't exactly say uh, how the money was seized. But uh, it must have been their bank accounts, their accounts right? Yeah. So they're not even driving around with cash. Right. And a dog hits on it, and they take it. Mm-hmm. They just took it from their from their bank accounts. So, so I mean, just a just a thumbnail sketch I here. Can't Government it. suspects dude of illegal activities. Government seizes the family's funds. Mm-hmm. Family fights. They spend. It says in the story. I don't know between one and two hundred thousand dollars in court costs, legal fees. Mm. Uh, government ends up giving back what um, five hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah, so a little <clears throat> bit uh, more than they half. said it will return. So that hasn't yeah, right, happened. Right, yet. good point. Oh, excellent point. Oh, excellent point. Yeah. So and and, and, and who's to say they're not going to seize it again? And this is after two years of no charges being filed. And they're probably just they feel fortunate to get a penny back, and so they're just taking it. All right, give us back five hundred twenty-five thousand. In the in, well, wait, we're three hundred thousand, almost four hundred thousand short here. And and here we go. The <sighs> the federal agents that do these operations, they're on the clock. There is money mm-hmm. taken from your paycheck under threat of force to pay the salaries of these individuals who are tasked with doing this kind of injustice. Yeah, daily. Yep. And you wonder why? Let's go to the Turdo quote earlier. You wonder why people don't trust their government. Well, it's so lucrative for these state, local, and federal governments. You know how much they've seized in the last twenty-eight, uh, last twenty years? Oh no, sixty-eight point eight billion, almost sixty-nine billion dollars. Wow! In civil asset forfeiture over twenty years, so that averages. Pretty close, three and a half billion a year almost. That's outrageous. Three and a half billion a year in most states and at the federal level. Police and prosecutors get to keep up to 100% of the proceeds. So they just have a very strong incentive to go out and seize whatever they can and try to forfeit it so they can supplement their budget. No, find a budget somewhere else. Don't be stealing it from law-abiding Americans. And if they're not law-abiding, prove it. Mm-hmm. That's your burden. you got to prove it before you can do any of this. Where's my speedy trial? Now, if they got this, if it was ill-gotten booty, if they got the $892,000 from stealing from other people, then try them and convict them. Then you can take the money. Mm-hmm. They're not even charged with I mean, anything and so you've taken all here. that. There's so much in the Bill of Rights. This yeah. It's unconscionable. It really is. Speedy trial, due process. Oh. Where's my... Uh, You've uh, set fire to the, almost the search all and the Bill seizure. of Rights. I mean, I can't. I, mm-hmm. I mean, there, we are not a nation of laws anymore. And if you think we are, you are so incorrect.
And if all of this is giving you a pain in your elbows, your knees, <laughs> other yeah. joints. Oh, yeah. Maybe your toes. Uh-huh. Try Omega XL because it's all natural and uh, it can, after it built up in your system, it can really provide you with a lot of relief. What it does essentially is eliminate and destroy the, the inflammation <clears throat> that's attacking your joints and maybe causing permanent damage, which is what you don't want to have. You know, we all have about 360 joints mm-hmm. from the head of our, uh, from our heads to our toes. And so over time, you know, in the beating, it just takes because of the daily grind, you get, you get this inflammation stuff. Right. And it hurts. But just to clarify, mm-hmm. this won't necessarily <clears throat> help with the government pain in the butt. <laughs> Not necessarily. No. I mean, it's worth a shot. I, you can try it's it worth that, a though. shot. People. Yeah, it is. Uh, order. Omega XL right now at omegaxl.com slash pat. And when you buy that first bottle, they're going to they're gonna, uh, throw in a second bottle for free. That's omegaxl.com slash pat or call 1-800-844-4888. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, archaeologists just found evidence of a first ear surgery on a 5,300-year-old skull. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's good stuff. So right we there. had uh, eye, nose, and throat specialists 5,300 years ago, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to the old ENT. <laughs> uh, a group of archaeologists found a skull from 5,300 years ago. They believe it belonged to the first ear surgery patient. That'd be amazing. I, I don't know how they can tell these You're things. Right. How do they know that on. that was the first one or they just happened to find the evidence? <sighs> the skull, which Spanish researchers found in a Spanish tomb, showed several cut marks. That's how they can tell, I guess. Around the left ear canal implying a surgery around the ear to relieve pain. Or somebody just scratched really hard in their right. ear canal. Who knows? Who among us? These evidences point to a mastoidectomy, oh. surgical procedure possibly performed to relieve the pain mm-hmm. uh, this prehistoric individual may have suffered as a result of Ooh. otitis media and uh, mastoiditis. Sure. Okay. okay, sure. Yeah. The skull, which researchers conclude belonged to a middle-aged woman living in the Neolithic age, was discovered in a tomb known as Dolmen uh, de Alpenden, which is located in Burgos, Spain. Skull was discovered in 2016 by researchers. Well, are they uh, backed up? Why is it taking six years to get to this I stuff? don't know. You'd be excited by this discovery. You think you'd want to start looking at it immediately. Yeah, you would. Okay. Skull showed evidence of uh, two perforations on both sides of the skull near the mastoid bones, mm-hmm. which indicates, as you know, sure. I don't have to tell you no, this. No, tell me anyway. That surgery attempted uh, to relieve growing pressure in the ear canal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While this procedure would have helped reduce the pressure, it would also have been painful yeah. due to it uh, using simpler instruments. Right. Yeah. Probably no uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. local anesthesia or anything like that. Probably not. But they say they found the tool nearby the... Uh, oh. The, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, well then obviously yeah, the patient... the flint blade was found... Right? ...with traces of bone on the blade. Okay, so <laughs> did, did the patient wow. die there on the table? I because don't know. I'm not walking around with a bunch of scalpels that have been used on <laughs> on all of my surgeries. 
I think we had a tragic ending for that individual. Uh, I think maybe. Maybe the very first ear surgery didn't go it very didn't well. It didn't go so well. <laughs> Insurance ain't going to pay for that. No, no, they're not. Meanwhile, as long as we're thinking about ancient discoveries, uh, remember our mummy friend uh, where they <laughs> they figured out a way to uh, recreate the vocal cords on the mummy? Yes. They just were able to mimic Wait, Nessie wait, wait. Kill, kill this. No, kill, kill that, that for a second. Kill that. Kill that. As we're starting here. Yeah. Uh, with the with the first one that uh, sounded like this, they recreated and did a three D right. uh, mock up yeah. of the vocal this cords. Is an OG mummy right here, and the uh, mummy sounded like this. Mm. Oh, was he in the British Parliament? <laughs> yeah, this guy. Yes, he was. <laughs> so you're hoping for something? Yeah. I don't know, a little more profound. Okay. Maybe maybe something a little bit better than <laughs> eh. Uh-huh. Okay, what a startling discovery that is. Right. Is that really how he sounded? Huh. Wow, that's impressive. Well, they they did the same thing with the new mummy. They got a new mummy. New yep. mummy. Okay. All right. And an and another recreated vocal well, cord situation. Yeah, yeah, okay. And this particular mummy sounds like this. Oh! <laughs> oh! That's it. You think this is That's a it. joke? You it's not. News report. It's not. It literally right. had this in what? the report. What? I could do that without recreating my vocal cords. See, I don't think people are going to believe anything. You're just completely. <laughs> play the video of the report, Rob. Let's see it. Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice oh. by recreating oh. his mouth and vocal cords okay. with a 3D printer. <clears throat> it allowed them to produce a single sound. Oh! <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> what a discovery. Oh! <laughs> oh! Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> was he going to the bathroom when he said this? <laughs> I mean, what happened? If, if if this is how they're finding the 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 position of the vocal cords, uh-huh. he did he die screaming? Was he buried alive? Was he mummified while still breathing? And he's trying to get some attention, get help. So weird. Oh no. Or. I don't know which is more impressive. Uh, I don't know. They're both I, equally fascinating. Some of these archaeologists, some of these scientists that recreate this stuff, do they maybe recreate it and then they ever look at each other and go, you know what? Maybe we don't release this to the public. Yeah. This is going to yeah. set our industry back. Maybe this decades. is not exactly the find we were hoping for, so we'll keep the uh, to ourselves. <laughs> but no. No. They no. were proud of it, apparently. Yeah. Proud of it. All right. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, that's good stuff. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pac-Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh we got some some more uh, goodies. Oh yeah, we do. Really sweet listener, viewer. Viewer, listener, person. Uh, inside, you'll find five custom macarons, uh, macaron heads with customized flavors. <laughs> it's so good from Megan. Uh, from Megan, dessert first. P.S. Uh, I know Glenn has to be careful about what he eats. Do ya? She puts in parentheses. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Does he? Do ya? 
and Stu is a crazy vegetarian. So I'm noting, noting below everything used in each macaron. All faces were drawn with edible markers. So she put our faces on, <laughs> on each of these cookies. I already took a bite. That's really Whoa, delicious. What is it? You, that's you good. already ate your face before you showed it to I the did. camera? Yeah, dang it. Here's my... Uh, Ooh, that's good caramel. Right, right. Look at this. I mean, mm-hmm. the resemblance is... So for Jeffy, she uh, made a bougie chocolate chip cookie dough. And then let's see ingredients. For Keith, it's a Nomath white chocolate macadamia <laughs> nut. Oh, yeah. For Pat, unleashed salted caramel. Mm, Delicious. Good stuff. For Stu, red velvet does America. <laughs> and he loves red velvet. Mm. And for Glenn, Colonel Becker's KFC, of course. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. That is thank you. really awesome. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of cookies... If you'd like to stock up for spring, you know, get yourself something nice because you haven't had something nice in a while. You can go to Kexi.com and buy the best cookies on the planet. Uh, We've got our spring line out now. And so I think you're going to love it. Go to Kexi.com and and check that out. Uh, All kinds of new flavors. Now, speaking of food, (laughs) we've got a crisis going on with deliveries, obviously. Hmm? Deliveries of all kinds of food, of not in my America supplies, of ingredients, uh, and you can't even get. I mean, in some cases, cars. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, drive by it. Drive by a car lot. Yeah, you're, you're, I mean, they are ninety percent bare most of these places. Right. So now Chipotle, Chipotle is trying to figure out how to keep their avocados in stock because the supplies are running really low in uh, in the United States. So they and other large chains are at an advantage, though, um, because restaurants that rely heavily on avocados grown in Mexico are scrambling for sources. Uh, some 83% of annual U.S. avocado supply is delivered from the state of uh, Michoacan <laughs> in Mexico. Uh, corporate chains like Chipotle, though, have the resources to pay top dollar for available avocados or seek supply from other locales like Peru. Here's my thing. Just don't bother. Let's just quit the avocado thing. This is a great opportunity. It it looks like baby poop. Mm -hmm. It is just a hideous texture. They're gross. I'm with you 100%. Can't take avocados. Ick. So just let the supply run dry on that. Don't bother with it. Okay? Now, there might be others who think... Wait a minute. I love avocados, like mm-hmm. my wife. Oh, gosh, yes. But they'll get over it. Yeah. You know? Um, well, they'll so get over it. Beto's wife, mm-hmm. right? Beto's? He, yeah. So he, Beto O'Rourke? To, yeah, he's not going to be able to, to prank her as much now. with. The, oh, that's uh, right. With the baby poop avocado stuff in the diaper. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Ick. He's so weird. I forgot about that Yeah. momentarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see, though, he's also backing off the... Hell, yes, I'm going to take your AR-15s. Oh, he? he backed out. Yeah, completely backed down from that. Because he know he can't be, he he knows I that he can't be Texas governor. Well, he's not going to be anyway. But he had no shot if he had a take your guns from you stand in Texas. Mm. And so he dropped it. Yeah, it wasn't politically convenient. So you know he felt strongly about it, mm. right? Wow, then I'm going to totally change my mind about him in the election. Yeah. The toughest part is going to be the Republican primary that's coming up. 
Mm-hmm. That's going to be the interesting one because you've got Abbott running against uh, West. Yeah, I, I saw a poll. And- Prather, he's way ahead. Oh, Abbott, way ahead. Yeah, it's not even going to be close. Yeah, I thought it might be a little closer. Yeah, I did too. But it isn't. So, so at least according to these polls, which of these men, Abbott or Beto, can help with the avocado supply, and which will say, no, hell no, we don't need any avocados in Texas. (laughs) I hope it's Abbott. Uh huh. That takes that stand because it's like a cartel. Remember this? We've talked about this violent. Avocado, big avocado, and it's a it, thing. It is a thing. God. It's a real issue in <laughs> Mexico. Like they're fighting a turf war over something I have no care about whatsoever. Yeah, I I am more likely to um, use these uh, hard drugs than to eat an avocado. So <laughs> so do a cartel. <laughs> control. So you'd you'd actually ingest heroin oh. before you'd eat an avocado. I don't think there's a question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay. For sure. All right. Uh-huh. That's a strong stand, Keith. Uh, well, it's uh, you know what? It's a strong it's stand. It's a factual one. Uh, Salsarita's Fresh Mexican Grill, a chain of about 75 restaurants, has maybe a week's supply left and plans to pull avocado-based menus from its menu once it's exhausted. Mm. We'll use what we have. I'm not going to look for any alternative, uh, any type of alternative. <laughs> Beto's got an alternative for you. <laughs> We're just going to announce to our customers that guacamole... Is not available until further notice. Hmm, they're That's not going to be happy. Not going to go over well. No, it isn't. That's not a good idea. Uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture has yet to provide a timeline for when the ban on imports from Mexico may be lifted. Wait a minute. They got a ban on uh, avocado imports. Are the cartels like? Uh, did they jack up the prices or something? What? Uh, hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Or I actually, I don't know. The suspension was enacted. Oh. February 11th. There we go. And will remain in place as long as it's necessary after plant inspectors received an unspecified oh. verbal threat. Oh, no. What? Your avocados or your life. Well, there you go. It's the avocado cartel. <laughs> the bastards. <laughs> so, it's what? unclear who was responsible for the threat, <laughs> but the state of Mawakakan, sure. uh, whatever they are, mm-hmm. uh, has contended with... Violent clashes and yeah. turf wars there we go. involving avocado cartels in recent years. So It gets real, man. So there you go. And the avocado fields. We're tired of the avocado violence, and so we're going to crack down and ban them. Just say no to, <laughs> to avocados. avocados. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> right? I already have done that, and I feel so strongly about it. Uh-huh. I'm going to continue my ban on avocados the rest of my life. Welcome to Pat Gray's TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. 888 Before we get back into all the uh, insanity in the world, uh, did anybody see this uh, NASCAR wreck over the weekend? Sometimes these things are so amazing because you see this, what looks to be a, a crash with no chance that anybody survived it. Right. But they survived it. The yeah. driver survived it. I don't know who the driver is. Yeah, no I'm injury, sure Rob right, Rob? No injury in this? Anybody have like to go to the Russian hospital? Dash camp? Yeah, he, no injury. He walked away. Okay. Uh, check this out. Here's what happened. And here's what happened behind him. No. Mm-hmm. That's just a bad scenario. Uh, once you get turned around backwards, oh my. if he doesn't get hit oh. in the front end, it probably doesn't get airborne. But it's just, Look at you this. got the nothing other left. car wedging it's underneath the front. It's disintegrated. 
get the lift there. And but it's on great fire. To see, like Chad talked about. Now the, look at this other innovations of these cars. Yeah, the you safety know, innovations to, to are incredible. Walk right out, that's a, a great sign. And I would be anxious to see how close it was. Okay, hits at the, the time wall. Of caution, because look right here. It looks like the six. The engine out front. goes out of the vertical, right? Smashes into the really wall close. a couple times. The caution spins wasn't around. Out at that point when they left our screen, bursts into so flame. He was clearly ahead by the time you left the bottom of your monitors on television. And he walked away from that. My Snyder to the back of the thirty-one and Dang. creating that issue. And am I am I Isn't correct, Rob? The engine flew out of. The, yeah. Oh gosh, wow. there's no place look for at that. Look at that car. Look at that is frightening. You imagine being anybody related to him, somebody in his family, his oh, yeah. wife or children or whatever. I mean, you see that and like be horrifying. Now, if you knew you would survive that and walk away like that guy did, would you uh, want to experience that? Yeah, I would. Yes, <laughs> if you knew. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be That's really what I'm cool. thinking. I'm thinking, well, in hindsight, if you knew you were going to, then yes, sign me up. I mean, the thing went airborne. And just disintegrated. And then just fell apart. Jeez, that's really something. I'm glad he's okay. Oof. I'm glad we got spectacular video without the guilt of... Yes. But it, it, like you said, it's like Russian dash cam, yeah. dash cam videos. Nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt. In the making of those. Uh, back in the patents two days. <laughs> we used to show that like once a week. All the dash cam. Everybody apparently has a dash cam in Russia because there's so many accidents and people take off and they don't have insurance and all that. So they, they record everything. And so you see all these crashes. And fortunately, nobody ever gets hurt in them. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. See what you have to look forward to, Ukraine? Right. You have a bunch of wrecks that nobody gets hurt. So there might be a little benefit there with uh, huh. Soviet takeover. And maybe this translates to war where nobody gets hurt. It's possible. I like this. Yeah. Okay. Good thought. Also on Friday, I suggested that uh, these primates, these monkeys were dumb. They, I mean, scientists were making a big deal out of it. Yeah. Like, wow, look how smart these apes are because uh, they'll take bugs and squish them up in their mouth and then apply the squished up bug to a wound <laughs> uh -huh. they have. Like, that's a healing thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Get some neosporin, stupid. Right, seriously. What are you doing? Polysporin. Something. Uh, Bactine. Anything even. but squished up bugs. Squished like, up bugs. Why would you even go to that? Doesn't even make sense. That's stupid. <laughs> so somebody wanted to show me how smart they are mm. with this orangutan uh, video. Okay. What he's you out, you know, driving a golf cart. Oh, he's just gallivanting, huh? Yeah. He's like cruising. Look at him. No, come off it. <laughs> Stop. No. <laughs> no. No way. No. No. No, something's happening. Uh, yeah, I've got a theory, but but first let's just pretend. Let's let's go ahead and okay. just pretend he's driving and yeah. chilling. Look at him, and he's like, "I'm a BA driver." Yeah, I'm just out for place. a Sunday drive. He's looking for female chimps. <laughs> What's up, baby? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> or orangutan? Sorry, uh, rolling for business. That's right, Rob. <laughs> oh, look at him, man. Oh, look, he can steer and everything. Oh, look at it. Yeah, see, he made the turn. Uh huh. He drives better than that NASCAR guy. I'll tell you that. Yeah. He didn't crash. Okay, so that can't be right. It's gotta uh, is be that real. It's gotta be Somebody on a else. flatbed. Yeah. Because look, the guy, the it camera does. guy, you know, it's probably mounted to the. <laughs> it's funny though. Oh, it's totally funny. I'd it like to great. believe it's real. Yeah. So I choose to. Yeah. That is a really smart orangutan uh, right there. Look, he's he can drive. Everything. Oh, look! Look at the, the look at the <laughs> Siberian tiger. Like, whoa, 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 bro! Whoa! Can I get a ride? Let's go! Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, he was the tiger was interested. Yes, like, he wait, was. wait a minute. <laughs> wait up.
<laughs> so, I mean, this, this we could play this for the next. I think it goes on for days. One of those videos. It's already gone on for quite some yeah, time. But he's just chillaxing. And, yeah, I know. think you're right. It's being pulled by a flatbed or something. No, he's driving it, man. No, that's right. I mean, he's, he's driving, driving it. He's a really good driver. It's Jeffy in a suit. Oh, Robert! <laughs> <laughs> That's a possibility, too. Wait, in a suit? Or just, it's Jeffy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 888 <laughs> It may be Jeffy, uh, who just hasn't trimmed his hmm? his body in a while. Yeah, oh! Is that possible? That's possible. Is there a remedy for that? Yeah, there is a remedy oh, for that. okay. And uh, we want to welcome a new sponsor to the show, Manscaped. All right. Support for Pat Gray Unleashed brought to you by Manscaped. The best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Mm. Yeah, they offer precision-engineered tools for your for your family jewels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Okay, that's all right. You got to stay cool down there, you know? Yeah, and it's just in the year 2022. Men want to be nicely groomed, mm-hmm. right? Women are are take care of themselves and have yeah. great personal hygiene. So why aren't men dudes want allowed to, to as well? Yeah, let the dudes do it. And they Manscaped has launched the ultimate in men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. Join over four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. You get twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code Unleashed. Mm-hmm. That is a tremendous deal. Yeah. Unleashed at manscaped.com. Uh, if my math is correct, that's about hmm? 8 million uh, jewels uh, for 4 million men ish. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That'd be multiplied by two. Hopefully there. it's not an odd number. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have all of the different ways that you can trim yourself and, and keep your body and your sensitive body areas, you know, well manicured. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming. Uh, and and the best one ever for sensitive areas. Give this a try. Uh, get 20% off right now and free shipping when you use the offer code UNLEASHED at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D, manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping. And use the promo code Unleashed. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. He's Pat Gray. He's Unleashed. And he's on the blades. This important information just in. Breaking news over the wire. The teletype has just printed out this story. All right. Uh, the U.S. just, we just told you about the Mexican avocado ban. Yeah, uh, they, we just lifted the ban. Oh, so. okay. It started after American inspectors working in Mexico were threatened by drug cartels or the avocado cartels. Mm. Nobody more vicious than an avocado cartel. No, don't cross them. Person. Don't, don't, you got to respect their it. turf, you know? <laughs> don't even joke about it. Mm-mm. Their reach is essentially infinite. It can get you anywhere, anytime. Yeah, I mean, you could be in the middle of a avocado orchard. Yeah, you could. Over there, and then they'll find mm-hmm. you. Yeah, or you could be just having a nice uh, guacamole dip oh. that you're putting some chips into, and oh. bam, avocado cartel person. No condiment is show safe. Up. No, none. 
Uh, USDA said it reached an agreement with Mexico's Plant Protection Organization. <laughs> and the PPO. And the Packers Exporters of Mexico, uh, two of my favorite agencies, right. to resume inspection and exportation of avocados grown in that Mexican state that I have no idea how to pronounce. <laughs> that Mexican state is the only state currently authorized to export avocados oh, into the United States. Great gig if you can uh, get it, huh? How about that? So they got, they've got a monopoly on it like Canada has on maple syrup. <sighs> just wrong. Big avocado. Just break wrong. it Big up. Big avocado. Avocados no, just, from Mexico. No, I'm kidding. I, don't break <laughs> it up. I, I, don't, I don't want the cartel coming after me. <laughs> Plus, they do some great commercials. Do you remember that commercial where they were doing the, what was it? The, it was, the it was like a draft, uh-huh. and you were drafting different At the beginning of time, right? At the beginning of, yes. And so the polar bear wanted to be drafted by Mexico, but no, uh, they, they drafted avocados instead. <laughs> That's that really creative. It, it was, was brilliant. It was fun. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. One of the last really great Super Bowl commercials. That's true. Uh, if you've ever been bumped from an overbooked flight... And I think a lot of a lot of us have been. And then it's like, ah, oh, sorry, but what, I can get you a voucher for <laughs> for a drink at the airport lounge. Oh, can you now? Yeah, because the wait is like it's only eight hours before your flight. You might have time to get a drink in, okay, uh, or two. <laughs> I but I only have one voucher for a drink. Oh. So if that's ever happened to you, you'll want to watch this uh-huh. that was sent to us by Padhead Wes. Hi, it looks like you bumped me from this flight I was supposed to be on. Yeah, we overbooked it. Basically, we sold more tickets than seats on the plane. And to our surprise, everyone showed up. What can be done? We'll try to get you on the next flight in a few hours, but there's nothing else I can do. Sorry. She has no idea. Actually, I've read the terms. This is called involuntary denied boarding, and in this case, I'm eligible for compensation. Okay, how much money do you want? Well, it depends. When's the next flight you can get me on? It leaves in three hours. According to the Department of Transportation, since the next flight you can get me on results in over a two-hour delay, I'm entitled to four times the cost of my one-way fare. I paid $250 for the one-way fare, so that'll be $1,000. Ugh, fine. We'll get you your $1,000, and I'll book you on the next flight. Who taught you this? Erica did. She's a lawyer and reads the fine print, so I don't have to. That's why I follow her. That is excellent. Yes. So I love it. I didn't know any of that. I didn't either. I don't think anybody does. That you have some rights if you're bumped off a flight, which you should, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not my fault you overbooked the flight. That is stupid. What are you, by stupid? The way. That is stupid. Yeah. You, do you know that people normally show up for their flight? What is, so, what are you expecting here? Of course, you're going to have people. Who won't fit on the flight if you overbooked it by 10 or 15 or 20 or 50 people? Mm. It's an asinine How do they get away with process that? that they shouldn't get away with, frankly. That should not happen. What do you mean you overbooked the flight? Why? Do movie theaters overbook the theater? <laughs> yeah, you're, we're just going to have to ask you to not see this showing. Uh, we have another one in two <laughs> and a half hours. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, what? And while you wait, you could... Uh... You go watch, uh, name a really bad flick, Pat. Uh, you go to our waiting room here mm. and watch Gigi. Right? <laughs> I mean, that, that's our waiting room. Yeah, it's it's asinine. Uh, so I don't understand that. Why can you do that? Really weird. So, was she the girl who did the first no. argument back no. and forth on, no, on the COVID vaccine? That wasn't her. No, same uh, mm. same style, okay. but no. Yeah, very same, very similar. 
Uh, Interviewing herself. It's kind of fun, though. Did a good job on it. Uh, All right. A Queen's Jewish leader slammed AOC. Wait, what? For suggesting Israel cages Palestinian kids. Uh, The head of a major Jewish advocacy group in Queens is slamming Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for suggesting that Israel cages Palestinian children. Ocasio-Cortez made her controversial comments during a Democratic Socialists of America event in Austin, Texas. That was the event? (laughs) I didn't know that's why she was here. I didn't either. (laughs) We knew she was in Austin. In fact, we played some of her remarks from Austin. No, uh, she, no, that, okay, so she was making a big trip around Texas because that was mm -hmm. San Antonio, the clip we played. I didn't realize she went to this one. Okay. But if there's going to be. So it was probably an event in San Antonio that was Democratic Socialist too. Right, right. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I don't believe that a child should be in a, here's what she said, okay. should be in a cage on our border, and I don't believe a child should be in a, in a cage in the West Bank. Where are you getting that? Where are you? But thank goodness that this Jewish group called her out, right? Yes. Okay, good. Finally. Good. The Queens, here's the big comment. Here we go. The Queens Jewish Committee is concerned when a local elected official makes spurious and reckless good. suggestions aimed at Israel. Good. Bombastic suggestions and lies are dangerous yes. when spewed by sitting politicians mm-hmm. anywhere on the political spectrum. Thank you. Okay, I can go with all of that. Sure. When the far left mimics the far right in lies and exaggerations, oh. democracy and dialogue suffers. Uh, oh, shut up. They're mi- okay, so she was just mimicking the right. far right because that's what the far right does all the time. Shut up. Uh, to quote Jeffy, do, do they? they? <laughs> I love. I mean, it was such a, a, a uh, great thing to see calling horrible. out an AOC. Yeah, and then you have to ruin uh, it by saying that. Oh well, they're only getting that from the far right. Uh, I, I don't understand. How did this happen? I mean, the right is Israel's best friend, Jew's best friend. It's unbelievable that they don't see that and don't appreciate it. More coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Tobin for Pope Campaign tweets, uh, has anyone discussed tapping into the strategic avocado reserve? It worked for the maple syrup cartel on the other border. <laughs> From B to Bodine. Well, come on, guys. If President Puddinhead can drive a semi, why can't an orangutan drive a golf cart? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Point well taken. Mm-hmm. Lori F&D tweets, can you manscape a frozen penis? Asking for a cross-country skier, friend. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, because there was a guy yeah, yesterday that sure. happened to that we talked about yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know what? I got to think about that story. Yeah, that's that's one of those stories that kind of just stays with you throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I got to think, and nobody finds out about that story unless you tell them. Twice yeah. now he's told this story. Right. Can't you just go and take care of it in private? I certainly would. <laughs> But apparently, he doesn't feel that way. Or, or so, can the medical team there not keep it? To, I mean, how does that story become public is my point. It's like the pole vaulter at BYU last year or the year, year before. Remember that? Oh, the Remember pole that? hit him somewhere. Yeah, right where he lives. Oh, no. Uh, it impaled oh, him. Oh, God. Oh, 
right where he lives. Okay, well, see, that was in public. People saw that happen. <laughs> He's okay now. Right. You know, and he was okay. For, he's been okay for a while, but that had to hurt. You know, oh my! In this era of gender reassignment, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. this Finnish uh, cross-country skier might be a good candidate to be a woman because he clearly isn't mm. responsible enough to take care of his junk after he didn't learn his lesson the first go around. Yeah, put a hand warmer down there, bro. Something. Put a, put a sock around it. Do something. <sighs> Wrap a blanket around. He's not worthy of something. No, he's not a man unit, right? Uh, all right. Because of uh, Joe Biden's blunder, President Braindead's blummer, blunder in Afghanistan. Have you seen what's going on there now? She's no. 95%. 95% of Afghans don't have enough to eat. Nine million of them are facing actual starvation. Whew. UN's emergency aid request at more than uh, $5 billion dollars is the largest it's ever made for a single country. Why? Because Joe Biden, the current humanitarian crisis could kill far more Afghans than the last 20 years of war, according to David Miliband, who's the president of International Rescue. Uh, That's what he had to say. And, of course, we bear a lot of the blame because Biden turned the, the country into an absolute catastrophe. The drought in Afghanistan is also apparently the worst in decades. Taliban is a brutal regime that has no idea how to manage an economy. They have no idea. And in many ways, they're not even really trying to. Mm -mm, mm -mm. They're good at killing people. That's about it. Remember, the Emirate had not promised you the provision of food. Mullah Mohammed Hassan, the head of the Taliban, said. The Emirate has kept its promises. It is God who has promised his creatures the provision of food. Oh, man. So they don't even have responsibility for providing their people with food. Making sure that the economy is good enough to where everybody can participate in just the bare necessities of life. Wow. Somebody should make that into a song. I mean, it's catchy. The bareness of something. The look for the... Bare necessities. The nah, you got, no, you got something. Now you think you write it down. Yeah, you, that's the problem. These I things you get work. inspired on the fly, <laughs> and then you keep doing your show. The rest yeah. of us should have to wait mm-hmm. while Until you work it out. noodle it out. We'll just sit here and watch Before the master the at work. Okay. Bare necessities. The simple bare necessities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're something it. about resting at ease. It's kind of in my head. Uh, you know, and then you just talk about the simple, bare necessities okay, of life. Back so, nah, that's not going to work, Keith. It's not going to work. Back to my original okay. point. Mm-hmm. You don't write this stuff down. Yeah. That's because it's not going to work. Okay. Uh, there's an uproar uh, over a congressional candidate in Texas. And why is that? Well, because a Republican candidate running for the House in Texas calls college student graduates radical leftist hating America atheists. <laughs> and he has vowed to ban he has vowed to ban CRT. Christian Collins is a conservative activist who's running for Texas 8th congressional district where uh Kevin Brady is retiring. Uh and he referred to students heading off to universities, they go with the college that you paid for and they come out radical leftist America hating atheists. 
the problem? Those are just facts. That's right. What's the problem? That's going to get him more votes than hurt. I can't believe they wrote a story thinking this was going to damage him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Who is this from? This is from uh, mm-hmm. the Daily Mail in uh, UK. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know how important the youth are to our future because you can raise them right the right way. You can work your butts off every day to put food on the table, send them to college, and then what ends up happening? They go off to college not knowing what they believe sometimes. And their teachers, their professors, try to deconstruct everything that you've taught them. All true. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the yeah, where's controversial the... yeah, right. <laughs> Okay. And they go off to college, the college that you paid for, and come out radical leftist, America-hating atheists, and they don't have any usable skills to get employed. Ta-da! There's not a false statement in there. If I live in that district... I think I'm yeah. voting for this guy. <laughs> Might have to check around and see what else he believes. Uh, Collins is supported by the campaign arm of the House's right-wing Freedom Caucus. Oh, that's a good sign. As well as U.S. Senator Ted Cruz and devoted Trump acolytes like Madison Cawthorn, North Carolina, uh, and Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, who, man, the mainstream media just hates (laughs) her guts. You know, he's running, this guy who said this, is running against Marcus Luttrell's brother, Morgan Luttrell. So oh, I don't think wow, this district really? is going to go wrong. Wow. <laughs> Why can't you guys, somebody's got to move. That's really interesting. Yeah. We haven't seen Morgan in a while. Mm. Or Marcus, for that matter. In fact, I, I saw, the last time I saw it, either of them was in this hallway right here, and I thought it was Marcus, but it was it was Morgan. And I said, "Hey, Marcus!" Oh no, no I'm 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 Morgan. That's got to happen all the time, <laughs> all the time. But I, you know, I don't know what Morgan's platforms are. Yeah, but I don't either. I'm guessing he's pretty reliable yeah, vote. You'd think so. Pretty reliable conservative, a no nonsense kind of guy. Huh? Yeah, Eighth District should be in good hands with whoever they get there. I'll leave it up to you people to figure that one out. Which one it should be. Uh, <laughs> kind right. of you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, real estate agents I trust. The name tells you everything you need to know. These are realtors that you can trust to get the job done for you because it's such a stressful job. Selling your house. Uh, deciding what to do and what not to do to the house. Oh, my wife is uh, running people in and out. Painters. Floor people. Oh, no. Yeah, countertops. I'm like, do you know how much this is going to cost? <laughs> is it worth it? Did you, is it? did you leave her with a budget, or is she just uh, knocking stuff out uh, no, however she she's sees she's usually fit. the budget person. She's the one that doesn't want to spend money. I'm the one always wanting to spend it. But <laughs> in this case, it's like, stop! Just repainting that thing is going to be... right. A nightmare. You know, it'd just be easier to move. And yeah. and, and obviously you have a, yeah. a great uh, company to, to, to help you with that. That's right. Real estate agents I trust. And they these are the people that are with buyers all the time or sellers. And so they've been through this process many, many, many times. And they have the experience to know how to advise you in what you're going to get your money out of. Because sometimes you can remodel a whole house and not get your money out of it. Or sometimes you can just do some something small to a bathroom or a kitchen, and you know you'll sell it. They'll they'll give it give you above what you're asking. So, real estate agents I trust, give them a try. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Ray Unleashed. Mm. Uh, Congressman Barry Moore tweeted out some facts that uh, a lot of farmers could relate to these days. You know, we've been talking about the economy. The economy in Afghanistan, because of what happened there with uh, our withdrawal, uh, in large part, and the economy here in the United States is concerning enough. It's costing farmers more money to run their farms than ever before. So what does that mean to us? Mm. Well, it doesn't mean anything, Pat. I'm not a farmer. Yeah, right. <laughs> that doesn't mean nothing to me. Not my problem. I don't make no never mind. Well, yeah, because they're going to pass those Look at those stats. Costs along to us. Con- contact labor has gone up 45%. Contract labor, yeah. Uh-huh. This is contact. I, you're right. It sure does. It, it says contact labor. Call Congressman Barry Moore. Business. I am tell pissed off to, at Barry. Tell him to fix his typos. There's an R in contract. That's the problem with Twitter, man. You can't fix your typos. <laughs> that drives me nuts. So as soon as I tweet something out with a typo, delete. Uh, okay, contract labor is up 45.1%. Uh-huh. Fertilizer is up 18.8%. Mm. LP gas, uh, 226.7%. Oh. Wow. Maintenance, 89.3%. Seeds are up 29.1%. And insurance up almost 34%. But I'm not a farmer. But you're not a farmer, so why worry about it? Doesn't bother me. It's not like this is going to trickle down to the cost of everything we eat. Nope. <laughs> so that's the good thing. It's not a thing. Okay, because it's just affecting farmers, and I'm not a farmer, so I did nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Eh? That's great. <laughs> not my problem. Oh, yeah. None of these things are our problem, right? It's, don't even worry about it. Uh, here's another congressional hopeful uh, story that's somewhat interesting. Uh, Valentine's Day weekend sleepover of 12 and 13-year-old girls in the Oklahoma City area took a turn for the worse when Democratic House candidate Abby Broyles got drunk and verbally berated several of the kids. <laughs> is that that's, uh, her, I take it? I guess so. <laughs> Broyles is the likely Democratic nominee in oh. the reconfigured Oklahoma 5th Congressional District. Oh, you done good, Oklahoma 5th, Dems. Oopsie-daisies. Uh, she's an attorney, former local television news anchor. <laughs> hmm. Faces an uphill battle against first-term GOP rep Stephanie Bice as the new lines have been drawn. Uh, but she was hardly at her best uh, during the girls' party held at the home of a parent. She got drunk and verbally berated several children <laughs> and now is apologizing. She apparently mixed medication uh-huh. with alcohol. Medication she'd never taken before, and who knew it couldn't mix well with alcohol? I mean... They don't, they don't put that stuff <laughs> nah, in the bottle. You never hear about that, so why not? You just assume. I can do anything I want. I just took medication. The slumber party was held at the home of a Deer Creek public school's parent. Why was she there, though? Where eight girls between 12 and 13 were present. A mother whose daughter attended the, the event at the home of another girl, Sarah Matthews, is a college friend of Broyles. Okay, so she was apparently invited to hang out with them all. For someone who pontificates to be undyingly pro-woman, mm-hmm. I'm disgusted by your behavior and find it appalling you couldn't understand why their parents were angry. Matthews tweeted of Broyles. Your vile, cruel, and bigoted behavior should not be excused or swept under the rug. Yeah, I don't know if that story has the quotes, but she was calling him like, hmm. like it was bad. It was like, you... Blanking. Oh my! Oh, you see him now? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so. I think. I think 
I think a, a mom is having these 13, 14-year-old girls over. Really mean things. And this lady, this congressional mm. hopeful, shows up because she's friends with the mom and then ends up just go, laying into these girls, oh, making them cry. Ugh. Yeah, I don't even want to yeah. partially read the comments because yeah. they're mm. just ugly. So, wow. But apparently she was What's the, referring to people's race and their looks. and. What was the last line, though, uh, highlighted there, um, if, if I'm not mistaken? And this this probably tells you all you need to know about the kind of night that uh, this woman had. The last highlighted? Is it? Burrells at first denied the allegations altogether and said she was not at the home that evening Uh and was out of town. Yeah, that's not Yeah, it doesn't really work. So it takes your memory, too. But but Burrells changed her story uh, in the interview. She apologized to the families but underscored she was not in her right mind due to a combination of substances. Uh, Okay. Is that it? No. Somewhere in there she talks about... um, she didn't know what was going on until she vomited in a hamper. <laughs> That's a sign that maybe... At somebody else's house? Yeah. I try to keep my barfing incidents... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a minimum in other people's homes. That, okay, so that's rule number one. Maybe rule, that's just me. Rule number two is the hamper. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got the holes in it and stuff. Yeah, and it's got clothes in it as and a it's rule. it's got, clo- got clothes in it. I don't barfed on if it's my hamper. <laughs> That's not I, good. That's not how, good. How could this happen to How do you to clean a, a hamper, too? I don't. I don't even want to. Uh, you, you throw, throw it, it away. You throw it out and start over. Yeah. I don't clean the hamper. <laughs> I'm throwing it away, along with the clothes that were in it. And if, so. and if this lady goes back to the campaign staff and be like, yeah, write an expense report, campaign expenditure on a hamper. <laughs> Wait, a what? Yeah, I need a, got a hamper. For and a $250 worth of clothes, clothing items. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, we'll just write that one off. <laughs> write it off. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, on this note, Pathead Anthony Esh, is it Esh? E-S-H? Sent us uh, the new $1 bill. Huh. Oh, yeah. So when you get those increased prices like the farmers <clears throat> are facing, mm-hmm. you whip out your new $1 bill. It takes care of it. Look. There it is. Yeah, this takes care of inflation. Yeah, and if you're listening... Because uh, the new $1 bill is a... Uh, it looks it looks surprisingly it, like... Like a $10 bill. Yeah. That's what it looks like. That's confusing. That you would put Alexander Hamilton on, on both now. Yeah. The 10 and the... That is confusing. Huh. It's a little bit like uh, we were showing you last week with the Zimbabwe money. Oh, yeah. The currency there. Oh, update. Because I posted pictures of that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Some guy, because I looked it up and I couldn't find a good answer, and uh, and I said, actually, I brought them to you. I said these might be worth something, dude. You don't want to be leaving them in the, you know, we share office space with Jeff Fisher. Right, that's true. Some guy said mm-hmm. they're probably worth between fifty and nine hundred and fifty bucks, American. What? Right? All I, of them? I I don't know, man. You need to what? Go, really? Uh, all right, so. Well, one of them was a ten trillion dollar bill. <laughs> I know. So in ten other words, when you, trillion when dollars. When you say it like that, mm-hmm. it seems like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. But then when you say it like it was given to me by some guy, you're like, wow, I was just given a thousand bucks potentially. Wow. Well, I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Who would buy my uh, Zimbabwean currency for a thousand dollars? I wonder. <laughs> it give, huh. give give it uh, not too much longer, and the U.S. government might be doing it. The Federal Reserve may be <laughs> like, sure. "Hey, you got any of them Zimbabwe bucks? <laughs> hey, can you show us what the ten trillion dollar bill looks like? Because we're trying to print that right now, mm. and uh, the zeros won't fit. So just show us what that looks like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Because oh, we're there. Yeah. 
It's mm, that's that's because awesome. that's awesome. that's yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. Mm. This one is. Yeah, I'm rooting for you playing that. Uh, this is apparently how we're supposed to communicate with each yeah. other in 2022. This yeah. is from the uh, Babylon Bee. Yep. All right. What seems to be the problem, officer? You've been driving in the carpool lane for the past three miles. Alone. <laughs> Alone? <laughs> well, you should know that my pronouns are they, them. So we can <laughs> drive in the carpool lane. <laughs> I got a driver out here in the carpool lane says her pronouns are they. Excuse me, her? <laughs> right, let's just get your license and registration, please, ma'am, ma'am, you, can I say you? You want me to provide photo ID? Racist much? How about just a vaccine card then? Um, yeah, no problem. I've got all my medical records right here. We were boosted seven times, one for each of us. Anyway, it's all there. Are we free to go, sir? Wait, I'm sorry, did you just, uh, did you just assume my gender? It's actually <laughs> offensive to look at somebody and assume by their appearance that they are a man or a woman. Man or woman? Now you're implicitly perpetuating the oppressive societal construct of the gender binary onto me, a victim of violent police aggression! Please stop yelling! Verbal attacks or violence, which is triggering. Trigger? Are you going to shoot me? I, I literally can't even. I? Don't you mean we? Uh, yeah, we literally can't even. Saying you can't do something is ableist and mocks people that actually have a mental or physical disability. We have a mental disability. <laughs> well, I'm 1-1024th Navo, and you're lucky that I'm giving you a fine and not kicking you off my ancestral land that you white colonizers stole from my people. You can't find we. That money funds police departments and perpetuates the terrorization of underprivileged communities and the expansion of the police state. <laughs> I need backup at the 405 in Santa Monica. They're getting away. What, they? How many of them are there? Who's getting away? They are. <laughs> so good. All of them. All of them are getting away. Yeah. Uh, that is fantastic. Well done, Babylon B. <laughs> we will post that uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter today. And they didn't even touch on several uh, woke issues. That's just a partial list right there. So, yeah, <laughs> life is going to get... And pretty soon that's going to be obsolete because you will have those discussions with people. <laughs> Wait. Amazing. We waste... So much time and I know. so much energy. I know. Dealing with this stuff in our messed up world. On pronouns. Really? It's come to pronouns. <laughs> West Coast states deal with the fallout of putting uh, anatomically male inmates <laughs> in women's go. prisons. Yeah. The East Coast is looking to join the club now because it's worked out so well. There have only been, you know, several rapes so far of the biological men to the women that are in prison. Uh, and who saw that coming? <laughs> Except yeah. everybody. That's one of those things you just can not see coming. Right now, Maryland is considering legislation sim similar to California's law that lets inmates choose their correctional facility based on self-declared gender identity. An option that concerned even transgender inmates in the Golden State. Purported draft executive order by President Joe Biden would do the same to federal prisons. <laughs> prompting... Tom Cotton of Arkansas, to introduce opposing legislation. One chamber of the Washington State Legislature recently approved the nuclear option to deal with ongoing scrutiny 
of its transgender transfers, hiding basic information about male inmates, including their purported assaults on women, and hiding that from the public. What in the world is going on with this obsession? It's just ridiculous. So unnecessary. North Carolina schools are allowing children to change their name and sex without their parental consent. (laughs) Of course, we talked about that yesterday. Doesn't end. No, no, that was a different school. Oh, that was a different state? Yeah, that was That wasn't North Carolina. Uh, What was that, Virginia? uh, Yeah, Virginia. I don't know. It's everywhere, Mm. man. And now this is uh, just arbitrarily going in and just uh, Mm. uh, deleting all the gender information in the system. Mm Mm-hmm. On what could go wrong with that? Gender, (laughs) according to the superintendent, uh, Mark Johnson, uh, gender is socially uh, constructed, not biological. Uh, And there are more than two sexes, of course. So, yes, so so these special interest groups tried to get uh, Mm. the guy, superintendent, to do all this stuff. Mm. He didn't. Uh, He's not in office anymore, so this lady gets in. That's like one of the first things she does. Is is just be like, yep, no genders in our school district. I, I it's it's. I don't I, understand. I don't know how a society. I don't get it. How do you survive? Continues. Yeah, I don't know. How with you some of it. the insanities that we're doing, and then you said you just said the federal prison system is about to follow suit with places like California and right. make genderless prisons. I mean. Women, women, do you feel violated at every turn, whether it's a prison, whether it's athletics, mm-hmm. whether it's fill in the blank? Now, tomorrow, in addition to chewing the fat with Jeffy, we got to get into the critical race theory related ideas that are found in mandatory pro- uh, programs. At 23 mm-hmm. of the top 25 U.S. medical schools. Oh, huh. Medicals. Why are you even talking about critical race theories at all in these medical schools see you then